Hi, we're Judy here with Baba Bacha, Parakud, Mishnah Chet, final Mishnah in Baba Bacha, which is really the final Mishnah in all the Bavas, which was once upon a time the 30 chapter of Sechet Nezikin. So it's, it's, uh, this is the conclusion. If you lend somebody money and you have a document, you have an actual note of indebtedness, then uh, you can collect from Nechas Mishubadim. Nechas Mishubadim is property that um, that actually other people, later people have liens on. Meaning, if you if you take out a uh, if if you give a loan with a note on the fifteenth of January, and then later people come along and put liens on property, or even that property gets sold to someone, you are the pre-existing creditor. And so you can go and collect, even from those people, if there's no other property in the hands of the of the debtor, you can go and collect from there because you're ahead of all of them and you actually have a note to allow you uh, to get ahead of any other creditors or, or buyers. If you lent not with a note, but rather just with witnesses who saw the debt, we then, it's A, it's a little bit harder to ascertain exactly when it happened. And B, you don't have a note. So without a note, means you can collect from property that the person still owns free and clear. It's unencumbered property uh, that, the, that the debtor uh, still holds. You can collect from there if need be. If the uh, if the creditor is able to pull out a piece of paper, an IOU effectively, that is in the handwriting of the debtor that says, I owe you, but there's no witnesses on it. It just says, I owe you X amount. That is effectively the equivalent of, a, of an oral loan, uh, of something that doesn't, that's just witnesses, that doesn't have, it's not really a document document. And therefore you can collect from unencumbered land, from free land that the, the creditor, the debtor has, but uh, nothing that anybody else would have a lien on. Let's say there is a guarantor who signed a document, but signed it after the document was sealed, meaning after witnesses had signed it, or after, after the document had been signed. So it's really sort of an add-on after the document was finished. You can only go and you can only collect from unencumbered land because the guarantor is, uh, and uncovered land of the guarantor, because the guarantor was not uh, witnessed by the witnesses that are signing the document, rather sort of an, an add-on. So it doesn't have the force of a full guarantee. You can only collect from unencumbered land of the guarantor and not from things that they have that already that have later liens or sales. A case such as this uh, came in front of Rabbi Shmuel. And he said, yeah, the, uh, the guarantor signed, uh, signed after the witnesses. So exactly as the mission said, you can, you can only collect from unencumbered land of the guarantor. I remember Ben Nanas. Ben Nanas said back to Rabbi Shmuel, Actually, you can't collect from, certainly not from encumbered land of the guarantor, but you can't even collect from unencumbered land, only from other, you know, other free cash or whatnot. Why? Amr lo lama. And Shemal says, well, why not? What's wrong with that? Amr lo harei achoni get hachad b'shuk. Umetzel chavir v'amr lo hanach lo pater. Shol al emunatel hilvahu. If you come across two people fighting in the marketplace, and one of them is basically strangling the other guy, saying, give me back my money. And some friend steps in to try to save this poor debtor and says, leave him alone. Uh, I'll take care of it. Pater, even they said I'll take care of it, it doesn't really mean they'll take care of it. A, they're trying to save somebody's life, but more so, because the original loan wasn't really made on the guarantor's guarantee. It wasn't conditional, I'll lend you if you have a guarantor. It was, I'll lend you. They made a loan, and then a guarantor showed up and said, please, I'll help out. 
that's not really legally binding. That's just trying to get somebody out of trouble. It wasn't a condition of the loan. Ella, Ezu Arifu Chayev. So what kind of guarantor is actually Chayev, is actually um, uh, liable? And I realize, as I say, that the earlier part when we said that Benana said you don't collect from encumbered land or unencumbered land, it may mean, frankly, that you don't even really collect from the... Uh, from the from this array, from this guarantor at all. The guarantor is not really a guarantor. He's just a guy who stepped in. So I'm going to correct what I said earlier. Um, so what kind of guarantor is a real guarantor? Not the Ben-Nanas guarantor of somebody who signed after the witnesses and committed after the witnesses that was really just being nice, but not really legally binding. What kind of guarantor is actually obligated? If before the document signed, the guarantor steps in and says, lend to him and I will guarantee it. I'll back it up. Then the witness is signed. That's a real guarantor. Because it was on faith and good credit of that guarantor that the loan was made. Ah, and the last piece, so Rabbi Shmuel, having heard this from Benana, said, mm, very good, and closes off beautifully. I'm Rabbi Shmuel. Rabbi Shmuel said, if you want to be wise, says, if you want to be wise, learn mamanot. You can learn all kinds of areas of Torah, but learn the bavas, learn the zikim, learn monetary law. They are, they said, there's no greater area of Torah. They are a maya novea. They're an overflowing spring. There's constant details and fine points, the way that it sharpens your mind, the way that it brings Hashem and Torah and Torah ideas into fine details of very mundane life. It's an overflowing spring, he says. And then he added on, the harotza shiyazak And if you really want to learn dine mamanut, yeshamish et shema benanas. Go and learn from benanas because he was really the best of the best. Salik masechet bavabatra, well done.